Welcome to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where I discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Tiffany Patlin, a health and wellness coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author of Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, a blessed ambassador where we share a need and meet a need, founder of Cosmic Sweets, Herbal Potions, and Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness, where I use my life experience of overcoming a life of abuse to help people just like you discover your own unique path to healing and happiness. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. Everybody, I'm so excited today. Our special guest is Anne H. Doyle. She's a great friend of mine. I love her so much. I'm pretty sure you're going to love her just as much as I do. She is a CEO and founder of AHD <laughs> Communications. Uh, she is a public speaker, communications coach, author, and communications professor. She works with her clients to create better communication patterns and habits that not only accentuate themselves, but create better results with their career. Anne's primary speaking topics include the benefits of women's self-defense, which we're going to talk about today, and empowerment through martial arts, as well as the power of finding your own voice. Anne is a third-degree brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Woohoo! and she runs the Women's Self-Defense Program with her gym and lives with her two rescue animals, Clark and Toby. And as a matter of fact, she has a book about her little guy, Toby, and I've actually seen it. I have it. So, um, yes, it's awesome. So let's welcome Anne. How are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, I, I am doing great. I'm hyped up. I'm good. I took care of myself today, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So I'm ready. Oh, yeah, me too. So I made a vow to myself that I was going to get out and walk every morning. Oh, and, you know, because sometimes you fall behind in that stuff. Well, it's too hot today because, you know, part of getting out to walk is to take my little fur monster, aka Toby, uh, with me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so we ended up walking in the house. I'm like, turn into that person where where there's a will, there's a way. I don't own a trend bill. So it's either walking circles or going outside. So <laughs> yes, I feel you. So. Sometimes it's too hot and sometimes it's too cold here in Utah. During the winter, that's why I have my treadmill, my trusty treadmill, because <laughs> I, I know they say there's no such thing as bad weather. You're just badly dressed, but I, oh, I, no. just, I just can't. I don't want to. <laughs> I Girl, I feel you. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and it can get really cold here. So if I can sit in front of the fire and do something, we're fine. <laughs> as long as we're moving, right? As long as we're yes. moving. Yes, yes. So I really wanted to talk about um, your whole um, career, everything that you do. And I really would like for you to share with the audience what motivated you to get into jujitsu and to start a business from that. Yeah. So 
It's really kind of crazy. I am definitely not the person that you would think would be a martial artist, right? And it's really yeah. weird for me to say that, by the way. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I always loved martial arts. I always, like, loved those movies and um, just, all, you know, growing up and everything. And so I started really kind of getting into jujitsu self-defense when I was working mainly events. So my whole career... I've been in marketing PR. I have done mainly events as a promotional tour, so promotional events. And really what I did was I'd be the first one at the event and last one to leave. And, you know, I hate to say it, as women, we all, we all have somewhat of a story, right? There's always something that, you know, kind of gets us to be like, all right, I don't want to be in that situation again. And I had a few things kind of happen to me. They weren't horrible. I didn't go to the hospital kind of stuff, but they were enough for me to be like, mm, you know, I don't, I don't want to be someone who's defenseless because I've never been that type of personality. I'm a recovering figure skater turned martial artist, right? So like, it's always kind of been, I, I never want to be someone who can't defend myself. Yeah. And you know, it just was something I wanted to do. So I decided I'm going to go into self-defense. Like, I think it's very important for me. I think it's good for me to know, but it's also good for me to be able to do if I am in a situation that kind of when I'm out with my girlfriends or if I'm by myself, yeah. I'd like to learn more about it. So um, I ended up getting into uh, this place called Hells and Gracie, which it's spelled R, <laughs> but um, they Brazil, they say their R's as H's. And I walked into this studio and it was just kind of the, it was different kind of self-defense, right? It wasn't one of those hitting, punching, kicking. I don't know if anyone here has taken a rad class or if you've taken any kind of class in general where they're like, hit this, do this. It was very different. It was totally different. And it actually played to your body and your strengths for angles and levers and not fighting someone head on, which I really, really liked. And then what happened was the gal who was teaching it just had to step down. And instead of it a woman teaching, the guys started taking over. And then all of a sudden the guys were like, Hey, you know, we're not really going to do this. So either stay and do full jujitsu or leave. <laughs> I'm like, kind of like okay. it. So yeah, I mean, because it was just kind of one of those things. And so I was like, Hey, get me, I would like some of those white pajamas and let's try this. Right. <laughs> I don't think I was expected to stay. I didn't even think I was going to stay, to be honest with you. But all of a sudden, I went from having a white belt on to now I have a brown belt. And for anyone who knows, jujitsu as a martial art, it takes you 10 to 15 years to get a black belt. And I've been doing it going on 11 years now. And it's just kind of something crazy that turned into, I just want to do this for self-defense to a lifestyle. Then about a few years ago, when I was at my purple belt, you know, there were some other purple belts at the school, female purple belts with me. My biggest thing was I want to give back to the community. I want the community to know about this, especially women, because there's so many times you hear, God, if she only knew this or this, this happened to her and stuff like that. I'm like, why can't we just get in front of it and teach? So I've been teaching the women's self-defense and I've been one of the, now I'm just, I'm the organizer and I run it at my gym why not just get in front of more women? If I can get one more woman and teach her, 
it's just going to be great. So that's really kind of the evolution of my jujitsu journey. I do have a business actually. It was, it's my AHD communications. And a lot of what I've learned with jujitsu and a lot of kind of the empowerment of women, I've really kind of taken from what I've learned in the sport. And it's not just jujitsu. It's, it's all my sports that I was in. Cause I've, I was always doing something right. And I kind of realized that a lot of the principles I was following within the martial arts and in sports that I was doing, you can apply that in business and especially in communications because, you know, you need to have that confidence behind what you're doing and how better to have confidence in yourself than realize just how strong and amazing you are. So it's really kind of flipping the script a little bit and really kind of looking at yourself and how you yourself can make impact with your strengths, not mine. I'll help you guide you, but it's you yourself that's going to be strong. And I help you realize that. Oh, I am so in love. And I know I've said this to you before, but I'm going to say it again. I wish I was in Ohio because I would be in that gym so fast. I want you to be my teacher. <laughs> I would love to have you. Oh my gosh. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I would have it recorded and everything. I'd show everybody. I'm like, look, if I could do it, you could do it too. <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing. You know, I, that's when I started talking too. Like I, I did a, a keynote a few years ago and literally this part of this uh, symposium that was going on, it was part of this was talking about self-defense. And I was like, "Bring me up, man. Like I, I could talk to you about this. And it's really funny because when you start talking and real and letting people realize, you know, especially when you talk to women, right? I don't know if anyone, especially listening, you've been on, you've gone to some self-defense stuff and everything. I'm not going to downplay any self-defense techniques because if you're going to go to a class, I'm hoping it's somebody who knows what they're talking about. And there's so many different types of self-defense out there. But for mine, I love to say it's for women by women. Mm. I mean, I love, I love teaching guys. Trust me. They're, they're amazing. I have a lot of guys that I, I spar with and they're great friends, but really when it comes down to women's self-defense, I get it. I we've been there. Unfortunately, like women can relate to at least something that either I've gone, I've been through, you've been through, you know, it's, it's definitely a different type of environment that you can create. Right. So whenever I talk about self-defense, I talk about, this is a self-defense class for women by women because we get it. Right. Yes. I'm never going to overpower a man one-on-one, -on -one, right. Like facing off like this, but I can overpower him by oh, going at an angle, right? Mm -hmm. I can, I am so strong in different ways. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the best thing that got me in <laughs> was one of my instructors who I love him to death. He's out in Arizona now. So any of my Arizona folks, if you are interested in self-defense or you're interested in jujitsu, I've got someone for you to go to because this, this man is amazing, but he, um, he was my instructor and he's six, five, right? I'm five, six. Okay. He's literally a good foot taller than me. Yeah, literally. And he, like this man, what he's also a personal trainer. So like, he is extremely strong. And I mean, like I said, very, very nice, but I wasn't getting this one movement, right? I wasn't getting it. And, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here like, Oh God, you know, blah, blah, blah. And finally, like, it just all of a sudden clicked for me. And all of a sudden I hear in my, my ear going around a swear word. And then this six, five man was suddenly flipped over my head 
And now he is in on the ground in front of me. And I looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, did I do it? What do you think? And wow. that was my moment of, I think I'm going to stay in this. <laughs> like, I, I feel the same way. That's incredible. I mean, and it's, it wasn't me overpowering because he's going to be stronger than me in a lot of other things, but it was using my body in a different way. And that's what, you know, the self-defense I teach is all about. Like, I'm never going to teach you to hit or kick, right? I'm never going to tell you, and I'm not going to disagree that weapons are a bad thing, but I'm always going to tell you, and I'm always going to ask this question. Great. If you have a weapon, do you know how to use it? Mm-hmm. And make sure you're, you're pretty honest with yourself because to be completely honest, if you don't know how to use that weapon, you don't know what this other attacker is going to be using or on or what is going on. You don't want to be giving this person something. So why not instead learn to use your environment and your body to defend yourself? And to be completely honest, if someone pulls something like a, a, I hate to say it, a gun on you or something, the best self-defense, give them your purse. Everything in there can be replaced. You can't be. So so sitting there and arguing or fighting, just say, here you go. (laughs) Get your, it is the most important thing is for you to be safe. Yes. And I think that's one of the biggest things people think like, oh, you know, I saw this video. This old lady was beating the crap out of this guy with her purse. And it's like, that's awesome. And I'm glad it worked for her. But really, if you can get out of that situation by, I mean, just give them your wallet and, you know, you can, that can be replaced. You can't be. So that's one of my big things is I want to make sure people know is when you get into a martial art and I respect all martial arts, but I am very familiar with jujitsu and that's why I talk about jujitsu. And so, and which is really funny, jujitsu is actually um, <laughs> the gentle art. <laughs> I laugh because I'm like, oh God, but it you truly is. You know? A six foot guy. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the oh shoot moment. Right. And like, so, and I tell that story all the time because, you know, it wasn't me making a fool of him. It was me learning how to, if a guy is behind me and I use my body a certain way, I can throw him over my head and I'm not hurt. Right. So that's the biggest thing, you know, self-defense. And I can talk about this stuff. I get so excited. I can, I talk about this stuff all the time because self-defense and also remember self-defense isn't just standing your ground or, you know, physically fighting back which it can be, but it is also mental. Mm, I'm glad you're touching on that because that's one of my questions I wanted to ask you. How does self-defense support one's mental, physical, and spiritual health? That is an awesome question. How much time do we have? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, before you answer that question, where in Ohio is your gym located? Okay, so, oh, JC, hi. First of all, JC, thank you so much for for listening. Uh, I'm actually in uh, Willoughby, Ohio. Uh, we're about you know 30 minutes outside of Cleveland. And if you are in Ohio, let me know because if you are not near my gym, I can get you uh, a list of some other gyms. Because what's really nice is especially the network of women that I've really been able to kind of you know be part of. Uh, I'm able, I've made a lot of connections with a lot of people. So if you're not near me, I can definitely get you in touch with another gym that I know has a women's program or would be a great program for you. So uh, I am in Willoughby, Ohio, but if, again, if you're not close to me, 
will and you're and you're interested, let me know because we'll get you in touch with somebody because you know, um, it's not just me, but oh, you're in Indiana. Okay, I can I can reach out to some groups and ask where a good uh gym is in there because uh South Bend, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, if you're interested, because and it doesn't matter. Here's the other thing: it doesn't matter your athleticism, it doesn't matter, you know, you don't have to be like a bodybuilder to do this. I mean, if you ever saw me, you'd look at me like, oh my God, like she's almost a black belt. Okay. Because it it doesn't do anything that, I mean, jujitsu is for everybody, right? And it's for, and and it's your own journey. So, so yeah, no, um, I'll make sure and I'll make sure I send it to Tiffany and she can post it for you. So I will definitely start reaching out to some groups because if you're interested and, and here's another thing, if you are interested and you're not able to come to my gym one of the best things to look at at a gym is, you know, how many women practice there and how many like kids are around because some jujitsu gyms can be just purely men being like super competitive. You've got competition schools. They're great, but you want to look at, especially, you know, are there a lot of women practicing there? Because by a lot of women practicing and kids around that really shows a lot of, you know, the gym itself I'm not saying a lot of stuff is negative. It's if it's only guys, but if you have a lot of women there, that means that, you know, they're very comfortable being on the mat and you have some gyms that probably are awesome and you'll be the only woman there. And that's fine. That means you're probably going to be starting a women's self-defense or helping with the women's program. Right. Hmm. But you know, a lot of times, especially if you're super new, I always tell people look for gyms that have a lot of, you know, some women, and if they're upper belt women, which tend to sometimes be like a unicorn, to be honest with you, um, you know, just, you know, ask the questions and call, ask. It's going to be hard to walk into a gym. I get that. But, you know, try it out. It's OK. So but that's one of the things I'll say when you're looking for a gym is do a lot of women practice there. Or are there a lot of kids running around? Because that says a lot to the gym. And also don't want to discredit some gyms because there's a lot of great gyms that only the guys are in. But that's what usually what I look at because, you know, if women stick around, that means it's a, like, it's a pretty great gym. So. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Cause that's, that's really good for women because some may be, you know, a little bit fearful about going to the gym. So those are really good, helpful tips. Oh, and you know, to be honest, it's so funny. Um, a lot of women are terrified to walk into the gym and I get that because it took me a year to walk in just for the self-defense because it's so you know, oh my gosh, I don't want to be beat up. I don't want to, I don't want anything bad to happen to me. I was actually one of the only women. And sometimes I can, I still can be the only woman in class, but it's gotten to a point where I know my training partners and the guys are not there to hurt you. The guys are actually, it was really funny when I first started, they were actually excited for me to be there. Cause they're like, oh my gosh, we can help train her. Like she's, you know, you come in and they're like, how can we help you? Right. And that's why it was so great because, and why I stuck around, right? Because it's not just the women that make the program, but it's also the guys because the guys really are there to help you. And you can always tell, like, you know, sometimes you've got some guys that, you know, they want to do MMA. Okay. That's great. They, they're going to go a thousand miles an hour, but they still respect you. And they're still there as a training partner and awesome. So that's really kind of something uh, that kept me there because, you know, you have so many people from different walks of life that do come in and 
you just all respect each other. Like the mats are an equalizer. And so they've been actually some of my best training partners are some of these guys and some of these guys that are tremendously bigger than me. <laughs> and like, you know, sometimes they're the biggest teddy bears, right? Because Aww. they understand and, you know, they don't want to hurt me. And I'll be like, you know, listen, I will tell you, I will tap if I need to. And so, but yeah, that's kind of, I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole with that, but that's really something, you know, you can look at, but honestly, you know, look at the ratings of the gyms and really look at, you know, how many women practice there and, you know, it's great. And so I love it. And if you're near me, please come visit me. I would love to teach you. Yes. We're actually going to be uh, moving in uh, soon. And I know I'm going to be starting some events that we're going to start doing kind of like bring a friend day, stuff like that. So it'll be women only in the gym and the girls who I actually are under me, well, not under me, but like, you know, the, the other ranking women at the gym, we're going to have these fun events probably once, whenever. And really kind of be an introduction to self-defense. We need you in every state, girlfriend. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, there are a lot of other women who do this, but I guess I, I'm just very loud about it, right? Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Let's talk about it. Where's that song? I need to play that song. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Yes, that could be our theme song. But, you know, at the same time, to get back to what you were saying, Tiffany, about, or that question about mentally, physically, and spiritually, here's the deal. And, and, you know, I, I actually, uh, <laughs> I, I heard this story from a really great family friend of ours who had a friend who it wasn't jujitsu, but he was in a martial art and they were at a pool hall, you know, like pool when, um, I'm not, I'm not going to date her or anything, but you know, when they were all at, at a pool hall, whatnot. And what happened was there was a friend of theirs and they knew he was in a martial art. I don't know which one, but he was in a martial art and he's high ranking. He'd done it for like, I think 20 some years. Right. And you had a respect for someone who's been able to do that for 20 some years because they really are a professor when it comes to that. So anyway, they're there, they're, they're playing pool, doing whatever. And all of a sudden this fight breaks out and she laughs. She's while well, she's telling this, she's like, you know, all these guys are going in and they're fighting and everything. This guy who was the martial artist patiently took his shoes off and was waiting now, who would you be more afraid of? The person who is like, oh, I'm going to beat you up to the person who is just very calmly with their shoes next to you waiting. I'd be scared of the guy waiting because he's too calm. He knows something that we don't know. He's calm, cool, and collective. He knows. Exactly. You know? And and that's the thing. Whenever you're in a martial art and a true martial artist, we're never going to start the fight, but we will end it. Mm. And you never want to be super aggressive with it, right? You know, someone asked me like, hey, you know, do you just want to fight somebody? And I'm like, no, <laughs> why? And I'm bringing that back to, I find that because I've been doing this for so long, that confidence level in myself and my ability, I know I'm going to mess up because fear fear, and like the, the fight or flight, it's just going to kind of jump in. But at the same time, I've been training this for so long that I'm not going to fail 100%. I might fail 20% of it, but I'm still going to be safe, right? Yeah. And failure is not a bad thing. And I tell the women that I teach and that I coach, I want you to fail on the mats, learn on the mats, get frustrated on the mats. Because in real life, when you start having that fear factor, you're going to mess up. You're going to have that adrenaline. You're like, oh my gosh. 
but I'm going to be calm, cool, and collected because I have faith in myself. So when you start looking at how does this help you physically, mentally, spiritually, physically, if you start doing a self-defense program, now you don't always have to do the jujitsu one, right? Always do a self-defense that works for you. But I am going to kind of really caution you into getting into things that are too much of you got to hit, you got to kick, you got to do this, right? You know, we've all seen the Sandra Bullock sing method, right? Mm-hmm. But you always have to remember what works for you. And jujitsu works for me because it's not me against an opponent that's bigger than me. It's me equalizing that bigger opponent by using angles and levers and not hitting and punching and kicking. Mm-hmm. It's me staying safe and getting out. That's why I love jujitsu so much. But that also gives me that confidence. And it's a different type of confidence that you get when you're in a martial art because you're confident in yourself and your ability. That Mm. also is able to help you calm down a little bit. Like you're put in stressful situations. You are put in that and you are learning that. How do I deal with that? And how do you, but it's also looking at yourself and being able to mentally say to yourself, I'm okay. I'm good. And if you have that self-talk that is so super negative, where you're like, God, I, you know, I, I, I don't like myself, blah, 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 comparing yourself. I mean, social media does a really great job of making sure we know the, the deficits in ourselves sometimes. But, yeah. you know, you got to remember, you are amazing. You are awesome. And you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else because you are made, your body is amazing. You are created, like you've got it, you're genius. And self-defense is a lot of mentally talking to yourself and realizing I have a purpose. I am great and have that humble self-confidence though, not the, not, not the uh, better than everyone kind of a thing, right? But really, really diving into and understanding that it's okay to be who I am. I have faults. I'm not perfect. I mean- COVID and lockdown, I might have had too much chocolate at some points because <laughs> we had nothing else to do. So, you know, yeah, I need to up my workout. <laughs> and maybe some days I am too tired to do things. Oh my gosh, that's okay. Like take time off. You don't have to beat your body up because part of you know my journey is, you know, I always thought I had to be active. I had a seven days a week. And if it wasn't the hardest workout and I wasn't beating my body up so much that's not considered working out. And that actually has not been good for me. You know, you need to have those days. So I am still learning how to calm it down and know that it's okay to do yoga. I'm trying to like yoga. Okay. Like I'm really going for, I got to like yoga because it's, I I mean, understanding is a very calming effect. So I'm, I'm trying to start doing things that are calm. Jujitsu calms me down too, believe it or not. And it's really kind of looking at my strengths. And I'm going to say that to everyone else, like, look at what you love to do. That's not going to be self-harm and really start talking to yourself in a better way. And if you, and I always tell people, get a notebook, get a notebook and have it be, you can, and, or if, if you find that you're doing a negative, so I would say get two, have your angry notebook where if you're, whenever you're mad, just write it out and be mad about it and then put it away. But I also tell people, especially if you're trying to get, quote unquote, more like better at self-talk, it's, it's going to be practice. So get a notebook 
and really look at yourself and say three awesome things about yourself in the morning. At night, do 60 seconds on the clock. What went well today? You're going to find that every time you do this, and I know sometimes people are like, that's so juvenile. I get it. But <laughs> trust me. It works. It works. <laughs> it works. And jujitsu is awesome because it's definitely a humbling sport in the sense of there are guys I can't tap out. There are probably belts that are I call like lower level belts too that are in jujitsu that they're always going to be stronger than me because, you know, I know I look like I'm 25, but I'm not. <laughs> and but you've got guys that are in their early 20s that are coming in that are so much stronger and more athletically balanced than I am that, yeah, they are going to be stronger than me, but I let them gas out and then I get to work, right? I might not be able to tap them out all the time either, but what's my small victory? Six minute round, they can't tap me out and I frustrated them. That's a victory in my book. Heck yeah. And if you have to tap out, tap out. Tapping out is not a bad thing. Tapping out is actually saying, okay, cool. You won. Let's restart. Yeah. Let me try it again so I can have another chance to get you this time. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing, you know, as, as women, I think we're always hold, held to the standard. We're always told you got to do this. You got to do that. I'm going to call BS on that because I don't know if I can swear on here and I don't want to, and if there's young years on here, I don't want them to, you know, get the wrong idea, but I'm going to call, you know, bullshit on it. Right. Because as women, we're amazing who we are. And jujitsu teaches you that. It doesn't matter athletically how your body's built. It doesn't matter what you look like. Because trust me, I've been to self-defense classes where it's run by this one guy. It was, it was so funny because I have super long hair. I mean, we're talking almost Rapunzel-like, right? And I love my hair. I love putting makeup on. I love kind of, you know, accessorizing and everything like that. And this guy at one point was like, okay, ladies, for self-defense, you need to make sure because my, I've got a long braid, whatever I'm teaching, right? Long hair is bad. It can be grabbed. So basically you need to shave it. Then don't look like you are somebody that can attract something, right? Oh, so don't look, don't have a lot of jewelry. Don't wear great clothes. Kind of, and so by the end of it, I was like, okay, so I need to have a shaved head, look like a school marm and live in the woods as a hermit. No, no. Girlfriend loves life. I'm, a, I'm an extremely, I am an extreme extrovert, right? I am not going to be doing that because girlfriend wants to look good and girlfriend wants to have fun. So, you know, don't tell me to do that. But what this self-defense does and what I love talking to women about is you can be who you are, yeah. but just, you know, we have to be aware. And one of the biggest other things too. So, you know, one is mental, the physical, your physical surroundings, right? I'm actually going to give you a self-defense lesson right now, believe it or not. You can learn a self-defense lesson right now on camera. That's my gift to you today. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to remember part of self-defense is being aware. Be super aware, right? And if you've got kids or, you know, a partner or anything, or even do this with yourself, be aware of your surroundings, right? Get off the phone, right? Get off going on the phone and, you know, whatever. Get out of your car, notice things. And trust your spidey senses. Mm. You're going to have, women are just completely innate with this too, by the way. And it goes all the way back to like the, our, primal, you know, instincts. 
Fear and anxiety are instincts. You have to remember that. They are there to protect you. And if you start feeling those spidey senses, that's part of your fight or flight. And that's part of something that's warning you. Because think about like, say, caveman times. Someone new came in. Well, and you didn't know this person and you had kids and you had, you, you are going to be very standoffish until you know that this person is safe. We mm -hmm. still have those instincts. And sometimes as women, we're like, no, 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 that, he's probably okay. No, you don't, you don't have to be okay with this person until you know you can trust that person. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not hug someone. If you've got a little girl or a little boy and this little kid does not want to hug somebody and you're forcing this person to do that, that's basically telling them not to listen to their instincts. Yes. So maybe instead of saying to your daughter who might be, you know, three, four and doesn't want to hug an uncle that they don't know, say, it's okay. Give him a high five. Yeah. Right. You're still ha having them acknowledge. I mean, and you don't want them, you know, you're going to be a parent and you're going to teach them not to be rude, but don't degrade that this person does not want to give another person a hug. And that's the same as an adult. If, you know, you're in a bar and some guy wants to give you a hug or a girl, I mean, I'm not going to say guy or girl, anybody wants to be in your personal space and you're not really okay with that. Okay. No, you, you know, fist bump, high five. I mean, you can even use the, Oh, you know, I don't want, you know, you're kind of a germaphobe. No, higher high five, right? Be whatever, right? But yeah. you do not have to make an excuse to say, I don't want to be physically near you. It's okay to say that. It's okay to say no, right? Yes. I'm glad and, you're touching on that because a lot of women do not know that, do not feel that way. They're yeah. too scared. They feel like they have to people please, even if it's, you know, like a hug or anything like that, or even a dance, like you were talking about, if a guy approached them, it's like, no, you don't have to. And I think that's part of, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's part of what self-defense offers. It empowers you um, to speak up for yourself. You're allowed to say no. And even if it's in a work environment, if it's something that you don't feel comfortable doing, you can say no. We are not programmed. We are programmed to be, no, let's be respectful. Yeah, but are they being respectful of you? Ooh, yes. Are they being respectful of your time? And, you know, we, we love to just kind of fixate on like, oh, well, that person doesn't blah, blah, blah. No, no. If this person is saying no for viable reasons, and I always say to the kids, you don't say no to your parents to take the trash out. Those are your chores. Do it, right? <laughs> But, you know, if you are in a, if you're sharing a physical space with somebody and you don't want to get closer to that person, it's okay to move away. It's okay to say no. We are so programmed not to put somebody else out that we are now sacrificing our own feelings of security. Say no. Also, it's okay if you are walking out of a store because life is opening up again, right? Life is opening up again. You also have to remember, trust your spidey senses. If you're walking out at night, because I don't know about all of you, but Ohio gets really dark in the winter and it gets really dark around 4, 4.30, right? If you're walking out of an office building or you're walking out of a store or even during the day, if you kind of like, eh, if, there's a, if there's a big van next to you and you don't feel very comfortable walking by yourself, go back to the store or 
ask somebody to walk you, ask a security guard to walk you to your car. There is no harm in asking for someone to support you. Even if it is, you know, you got a ton of bags, you're Christmas shopping, all that fun stuff. And you're like, oh, I don't want to bother somebody. Bother them. Your safety is more important than you putting somebody else out, right? Ask a security guard to walk you, you know, or you can ask some coworkers like, hey, would you mind either driving me and waiting until I get in my car or would you mind walking me? I can tell you if these people are not going to say no. And then, so say you have a group of girls, everyone walks to one car and then that girl will drive you to your car and make sure each and every one of you gets into your car safely. Be aware, but also be, you know, you can always be that person like, hey, where'd you park? I'll walk with you. Do you mind driving me to my car? It's okay. Be, and, and there's nothing to be ashamed of asking for them, right? Yes. Take your safety and really respect yourself. Respect your boundaries. Respect that, hey, I don't feel very comfortable doing this. That's fine. Okay, I'll drive you. There was a there was actually a meeting the other day I had was this wonderful woman, and it was a networking thing, and it was just the two of us. We met uh, at this really cool restaurant and everything like that, right? And well, what we figured out was, you know, the parking was atrocious. I mean, if anybody knows, like, and especially when they cut off half the parking lot, I don't know what they're doing with it, but wow. now you get like park to Timbuktu, right? And I just remember immediately, I I just met this woman and immediately I was like, hey, where'd you park? I'm I'm walking that way. If you want to wait, I have to, you know, use the restroom before I leave. I'll walk you to your car or I can drive you. We need to start looking out for each other, even oh. if it's something that we just met this person or if it's, you know, whatnot. So not only be aware of your surroundings, but also be aware and be cognizant of other people too, Right. And it's okay to ask, ask to be escorted out. And what I also say too is, you know, this whole awareness thing, be a, have it be a game. If you've got kids, whether they're little to 20, because <laughs> they're always going to be your kid, right? Play that game with your family, with your friends, where you walk out and be like, oh, hey, where did you know where that orange door was? And see if people were paying attention. Because by innately just starting to pay attention to where things are and who people like, you're going to start understanding and being aware of your surroundings and enough of saying, mm, that person kind of gives me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. I'm going to stay away from them. Or I know where all the exits are, right? You're not being overly sensitive. It's just being aware of what's going on, right? Yes. And it's so, so important. It really oh, yeah, is. That's that's my self-defense lesson right now is, you know, your men, your mental state is important. And, you know, like I'm trying to get into yoga, <laughs> I'm trying to, but, you know, talk to yourself in a positive way, get a notebook, write out things that make you awesome. Right. And if you need a notebook, I got them. I've actually developed some notebooks. So if you want them, I got them for you, girl. I'll, I have a link that we can get, that I gave to Tiffany. It's, and, it's in the description. Click on it. Check out all <laughs> the stuff. She's amazing. Wow. It's Tap Out Studio on Etsy. And I love it because I've got tons of fun stuff. It's going to be like notebooks. And then I also have for my girls who are in jujitsu, I have jujitsu necklaces right now. We're going to do so much more because they don't have any jujitsu jewelry. I mean. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tap in. Talk about tapping out. Tap into that market. <laughs> right? 
You know, and that's the big thing is whenever you start talking self-defense, it's not always about physically how you can quote unquote kick somebody's butt, right? It's all mentally too. So when you do do self-defense or jujitsu, I mean, look how I started doing self-defense and then I moved into jujitsu. I didn't even expect to be the rank I am, but to toot my own horn, you know, toot toot, I not only am a third degree brown belt, but I will be the first female black belt out of that school. Wow. That I did not realize until about a few years ago when I actually got my brown belt and I was like, wait a minute. I might be like, I was kind of looking around like, oh my gosh. And it's crazy because you don't think about it until you're almost there. So who knows, you might be starting a self-defense program for yourself, but then all of a sudden that journey is going to take you somewhere you never thought. And you might be that first, you might be that first female black belt out of your school who is now impacting other people. And you don't know who's watching you either. Oh, you don't know who's watching you. I love that. So you have to be a good role model. You, you just do. Yeah. And I have to put my mouth where my actions where my mouth is. And so I try and practice this every day too. And it's not easy all the time, you know, being positive about yourself. So what I've started doing and I've challenged all of you, whenever that negative comes in, because sometimes I'll be like, God, Annie, why'd you do that? Right. I'll follow one negative with five positives. Oh yeah. So follow that up and also understand that you, you are strong and amazing and don't let anybody else tell you differently. Yes. I, I'm here to teach you a skill and I've worked with women who are super interested in just learning self-defense and I've actually seen the gambit where the other side of it, where there have been some women who've had horrible circumstances happen to them. Yeah. But I can tell you, I and I'm not a psychologist, I'm not anything, but I've got a skill I can teach you. And this is my own little way to help you as a woman realize just how wonderful you are and how strong you are. There's a mic drop right there happening, people. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually did um, some more research and I really wanted to share with everybody because I love what you're saying. You teach people a skill, but this skill actually does benefit you, your mind, body, and your spirit. Mentally, um, it says I did some research and I found that it helps with memory retention, confidence, which you touched on, self-control, like the guy that was standing there calm. He had self-control. He mm-hmm. wasn't, um, you know, his emotions weren't running him where he was like, let's fight. You know, he was the calm one. It helps with problem solving, adaption, physically, balance, coordination, flexibility, muscle tone, endurance. I mean, you want to get healthy? You want to get slim, fit? Mm-hmm. Well, mar- martial arts, right? That's like, like, yeah, it's just, it's a natural thing that happens. And then spiritually, you develop patience, respect, integrity, humility, and perseverance. Mm-hmm. And just by learning, you know, this skill that you can teach women, talk about empowerment. Wow. When women work work with you, I just know they're going to come out brand new. And actually, I wanted to ask you, what's one of your favorite client transformations that you could share with everybody? Oh, God, I have a lot. So <laughs> all right, I'm going to tell you about, about uh, two women. And one... It, she, it's a it's a sad story, but it actually turned out really well. But the first one, so 
especially before the pandemic, I was really trying to get as many women in because women staying in a martial art, it's really hard because especially any of my girls out here, I mean, if any of you listening, I don't know if you've ever tried a martial art and you're like, I'm not going to do that because it's just very overwhelming, right? It's terrifying to walk into a gym, especially when you see a bunch of meatheads like going at it and you're like, this is disgusting. Because if you think about jujitsu, it's a grappling sport. You're on the ground. If you don't know what's going on, like it looks like we're just rolling around with each other, but in reality, you're fighting. And so it's it's really, it's kind of one of those sports where everyone's like, ew, really? I'm like, I know, but it's great. But one of one of the women I know, and she was actually my realtor. Um, she's amazing. She's like five, 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 four, this small petite woman. I said, Hey, let's do a self-defense for realtors. I would love to do that because if you think about it, especially as realtors, you're in, you know, homes by yourself and you don't know some of the people who are in there. Right. So let's kind of go and do like at least one and kind of get them in there. And I'm going to also caveat, I, I do sometimes get a lot of, you know, how dare you, you give a false sense of security, stuff like that. Here's what I'm going to say to that, because yes, you learn it once, you're not going to be a master of it, but you learn it, keep coming back because you have to keep practicing these movements. You can practice your self-awareness, right? Yep. But my feeling is how dare I not talk about it? How dare I not give it to you? Because all of you have learned something today that can hopefully get you out of a situation later. And for my teens, if they're listening, that is not to get out of doing your chores. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. But, Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but one of this woman, you know, she walks in, she's terrified. And I think she only did this event for me because she knew me. She walks in terrified. And she even says to me in a whisper, like, you're not going to kick the crap out of me, are you? Like, she thought she was going to get beat up. And I'm like, no, why would I ever do that? And so we have an hour and a half class and I always have like, for some of my classes, I have the guys come in like the upper belt guys to be our real life scenario. Right. And it's only if they want to do it. Right. She was the one that was very, I don't want to be here, but I'm here because Annie asked me and, you know, it was kind of one of those forced fun kind of a thing. Like she had a great smile on, but I could tell you she was just yeah terrified. She goes up at the end of that hour and a half to the biggest, strongest guy. And she's like, I want to attack you. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And he just looks at it and he's like, okay. So, you know, we went over a few things and she's like, attack me. And she was great. And I think what it was, was it just showed that we're not here to condone violence. We're here to show that you can prevent it. So that was kind of one of my big ones. And then another one who came to me and we actually, was, we were doing private lessons because, and also for any of my girls out there who are thinking about starting a women's self-defense, if you are a martial artist, kind of give a, a shout out. I would love to he- see and hear you guys. But if you are looking to start a, a women's program, one of my biggest things and what I really make sure like the guys understand, you don't know who's walking in, right? And you have to be very cognizant of that. And a lot of times I always make sure we try to make sure that there are no guys around because even though it is, I love the guys. If you're new, you don't know what's walking in. You don't know backgrounds. We're a very close sport. Like I will get in your face, 
right? And it's not to be a drill sergeant, but that's really how this sport is, right? It's really kind of close contact. And I want to make sure that we're creating a safe space. And there are some that have to be private lessons because they that's what they're comfortable with doing. Fine. That's awesome. There was a woman that came to me who came from a very abusive situation where it was not only physical, but also mental. And like I said, I'm not a psychologist. She was talking to somebody. So she was getting the help she needed for her and her kids. They were going through this divorce that really he was getting to be worse in this divorce because it was just one of those worst case scenario things. Right. And I just remember kind of coming in and saying, first thing you got to, you got to let me know. Like I, I appreciate her telling me because I don't, I don't always know. Right. I don't always know. So I always prep them like, Hey, I'm going to, is it okay if I grab your wrist for, especially first lesson? I want them to, I want them to trust me. Right. And I'm always going to respect your boundaries, but at the same time, I'm also going to push those boundaries a little bit because I'm here to teach you. That's how you grow. Exactly. And let's keep moving. And she was very open to having lessons. Right. But I don't think she really realized what these lessons were going to do for her because the first month it was really us, her learning to trust me and really trusting that what this does, does help. And what, oh, and I might start crying when I, when I, when I reiterate this, but uh, she came to me and this was after a few months of us working together. Like after that first month, I saw her walking differently. Like she was definitely walking a little straighter, but she was still, you know, things needed to, to be healed. Right. She came to me a few months after doing our private lessons and she's like, Annie, I have to tell you something. And I said, what? I guess she had this reoccurring dream. And in this dream, literally it was like a situation where she couldn't get out of a room. And it was like her and her soon to be ex. And she's like, I never got out of that room. Last night I got out of that room. Oh my gosh. I mean, I get chills talking about it. I got chills hearing it. Right. And it's, it's not anything I ever promised her. I never will promise you anything. I will promise you, I will teach you techniques. And then, but that journey is how you take it and use it as your own. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I kind of look at that. I've never been told that before. I've never, because you don't think about that. I just think like, I'm teaching you something. I'm teaching you a skill, but for her, it was so much more. And that's what you do, especially you, you meet people and you don't realize what you're doing for them. And that's what really kind of like, God, that, that, that mo motivates me. Even if I, even if you just see this and you take at least one thing I tell you, and we might never even meet, but what just jazzes me up is that I'm able to talk to you through this vehicle and I'm able to let you see for yourself how amazing you are. That's self-defense because you are looking at yourself in a different way. Then come see me. We can look at some, we can do physical stuff and I can teach you how to flip a guy over your head. Like I flipped a guy over my head. But again, it's, and I might never see any of, you know, some half of what the reactions are, right? Because, you know, I see you either for a lesson, I see you for, you know, on screen for five minutes, but that's my, that's what really jazzes and really why getting up and talking motivates me because I wish there was someone like me when I was going through things. I wish there was someone like me mm. that didn't expect me 
to be somebody different, but it allowed me to accept myself and give me that to motivate me to get over some of the things I was getting over and to say no, to give me that permission to say no. When I was young in the workforce, you know, there were things that happened to me and I don't like to hold grudges, but you know, there are some people that, you know, they're going to have to explain a few things to St. Peter when they get there, but if they get there, but <laughs> you get a good bathing suit because it might be hot. But, you know, at the same time, you know, it's being able to motivate women to understand you don't have to listen to what others are saying. Listen to yourself and what's healthy for you. Now, yes. again, don't be unhealthy. Don't you know, I don't want to have anything that's that's of self-harm to you or others. But really, you know, don't compare yourself to other people because you're you're amazing is who you are. You've got strengths. I mean, I, I tell everybody, you know, you're a genius, right? And when I say that, people look at me like, whatever, you know, you're full of it. I said, no, you're a genius. And you're a genius because you have a speciality. I don't have that. My genius zone is something probably totally different. But you are a genius. And I need you to start thinking that way. I need you to start walking with your head up. Get off your phone. Stop, you know, trying to be somebody that you aren't. Be somebody who you should be. Mm. And, you know, stop listening to other people trying to tell you how you have to be because they're not living your life. You're living your life. Oh, successful. It's another mic drop. Like <laughs> I know. I just love your passion so much. I love your passion so much. And normally this is a 30 minute show, but you were saying such good stuff. I had to honor what you were saying and oh, thanks, you know, let it go. Cause this is good stuff. And anybody that, you know, is watching on replay, um, Jackie's got to run Bye, Jackie. Thank you for joining and watching. Thank you, Jackie. And just for anybody else that's watching, I mean, you know, I've, I've known Annie and for a while, um, virtually, unfortunately I haven't met in person yet, but it will happen, but she's so amazing and I can see her passion. I could feel her passion. And I hope you can too. Um, she really has the heart to help women and, you know, just like everything she was saying, you know, self-defense, I think there's misconceptions. So if you have any misconceptions about it, she has a link that's in the description box and you can click on it and get on the phone with her and talk to her. You know, you don't have to, you know, join right then and there, you know, talk to her, let her talk to you about address your concerns, anything that you have, but just make that step. You know, it doesn't hurt to find out what's going on, you know, and you deserve it. Just like she said, you yep. are amazing. So as we, as we come to the end of our show, would you please share a profound quote or statement, something that will inspire the audience today? Oh my gosh. Yes. There's so many quotes. I actually have a wall of inspiration on here. So I wish I could like show you all this, but you know, I think one of the biggest quotes that I love and I try not to butcher it, but sometimes I do. So I, I will apologize, but it was Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn was an amazing actress, but she did so much more off the stage and not in front of the cameras. Who I love, but she has a quote saying, how can the word impossible mean impossible when the word itself says I'm possible, you're possible. 
everything you are, there is possibility. You just have to give yourself time to discover that. Whether you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, wow. you are allowed to be you. Wow. There goes, I'm telling you, I keep hearing mic drops because <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Be sure to follow Anne on social media and schedule your um, call with her. Um, the links will be in the description box. Thank you so much, Anne, for coming on the show. You are amazing. And well, you, you are so you are too. <laughs> yes, I'm amazing. You're amazing. We're both geniuses. Yay. <laughs> and so is everybody out there watching. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Wow, that was incredible. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, thank you to everybody listening and watching uh, today's episode, whether that was live or on replay. And please feel free to comment with what resonated with you. And as always, I greatly appreciate your hearts and all of your reviews. And you can help me reach my 2022 goal to spread the word of healing by inviting your friends and family to like and follow on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. You can also listen at your leisure on the top 10 podcast distribution channels. And I leave you today with this quote, the goal of martial arts lies not in victory or defeat, but in perfection of character. I'm Tiffany Patlin signing off until the next episode. And remember, your voice matters. Bye.